0: You are all welcome to the arena of liberty. And as we all know, in the arena of liberty, the key is not to suppress the flesh, but to walk in the spirit. And walking in the spirit is so exciting. Walking in the spirit is so exciting. And are you happy to be in God's presence today? Yes. Now I can see your joy. Remember that there are new every morning. New every morning. Great is the faithfulness. So I pray that the morning will bless your heart today in Jesus' name. You may be seated in His presence.
1: The steadfast love of the Lord. Never ceases his mercy, is never will come to an end. There are new every morning, new every morning. Great is thy
0: to talk about the sweet story of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and before then let me introduce myself to you I am Evangelist Bolaji. I'm under the leadership my mentor prophet TB Joshua Like I said, we are here in the presence of God and in the presence of God there is fullness of joy. I'm here to talk about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, His power to heal, save and deliver. We know that God does nothing without His Word. He speaks to us through His Word by His Spirit and I pray that the word of God will bless your heart today in Jesus name the word of God will bless your soul today in Jesus name Amen. amen many today find themselves not at the right position not at the right place not at the right time because they have been misled by the senses, heard of what we see, hear, smell, taste and touch, has led us to act out of character as children of God. For example, ask any young boy what kind of lady he would like to marry or any young lady what kind of man she would like to marry and they will immediately mention outward qualities i mean external things ask any businessman what kind of business partner you would like to do business with and they will mention profile portfolio educational background, and the like. These are all external qualities. If you base your judgment on sense knowledge, this shows you have not looked deep enough. A Christian, I mean a believer, does not have strength as long as they operate in the natural. Tell your neighbor, a believer does not have strength as long as they operate in the natural. The Bible made us to understand that there are more to life than meets the ordinary eyes. People today who are seeking experiences only always walk by the senses which are temporal and has no lasting quality. That is why many relationships crash daily on the rocks of disappointment because they only look at the external. Human knowledge can only tell how man looks. The goal can tell who they are. For God judges not by the heartward appearance, Man judges by outward appearance, white God searches the heart. Man look at the outward appearance, White God searches the heart. And this will lead me to the title of today's message, God searches the heart. Tell your neighbor, God searches the heart. God searches the heart. And our proof test for today shall be taken from the book of Job 28. Please turn your Bible with me to the book of Job 28. We all know the story of Job. Job is a man full of good character and integrity. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Job. It's after the book of Esther and before the book of Job. 28. And I'll take my reading from verse 1 to 12. Are you all there? Can I hear your amen? Are you all there? Yes. God bless you. Surely there is a mine for silver and a place where gold is refound. Iron is taken from the earth and copper is cemented from all. Might put an end to darkness and searches every resource for all in the darkness and the shadow of death. Verse 4 It breaks open the shift away from the people in places forgotten by feet. They hang far away from men, they swing to and fro. Because of time, let's go to verse 10. He caught out the channels in the rocks, and His eye sees every precious thing. It turns up the streams from the tickling. What is hidden It brought forth to light. Verse 12, which is our last verse. But where can wisdom be found? Where is the place for understanding? Where can wisdom? Be found, and where is the place for understanding? The Bible made us to understand that men may continue to search for outer beauty, splendor, and prestige, yet, all that glitters is not gold. Man may go far. Wealth, but if you sing, place your outward look. I mean, when you look at what is shown on your TV, written in the newspapers, or shown in our mirror, we are neglecting the real part of life. I mean, the real part of you. I repeat man may go for beauty and wealth yet if you seek only what is shown on your television written in the newspapers or shown in our mirror we are neglecting the real part of life the real part of you to be occupied by what we see is exactly reverse the condition God has lay down for you and I to follow you are reversing the condition God has given for you to follow remember that the condition is what by faith and not by sight the condition God has laid down for you and I is what by faith and not by sight faith is not a product of reasoning faculties but of the recreated spirit tell your neighbor faith is not a product of reasoning faculties but of recreated spirit the bible made us to understand that there is more to life than meets the ordinary eyes there is more to life than meets the ordinary heights. When prophet Samuel was searching for a man to succeed Saul so as king of Israel, God said to him in the book of 1 Samuel 16 verse 7, it said, do not look at his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Tell your neighbor, God looks at the heart. God looks at the heart. Our Lord Jesus Christ knows the designs of your heart. He knows when someone is closely following him. Much of our confusion comes from a failure to recognize the importance of the heart. Much of our failure comes from recognizing the importance of the heart. What impressed God about David was not his stature, his possessions its positions in the society or external qualities but what impressed God about David was his heart and a good heart produces a good character only your character can testify to the confession of Christ only your character can testify to the confession of Christ. You cannot deceive God. He knows you. He knows your disposition. He knows your true character. He knows your designs. Tell your neighbor, Jesus knows me. He knows my disposition. He knows my true character. He knows my nature. A man's life is what his thoughts make it. A man's life is what his thoughts make it. According to the Bible, when you think positively, you do the right thing. According to the Bible, as a person thinks in his heart, so he is. A man is what he thinks about all day long. A man is what he thinks about all day long. In other words, the level of the thoughts of your heart determines your life. And if you don't engage your heart in God's word, something else will. If you don't take hold of your heart, something or someone else will, as a Christian, our hearts must be strong, active and alert. If not, the enemy of your soul will take hold of your heart and begin to manipulate your thoughts. If not, the enemy of your soul will begin to manipulate your thoughts. God Almighty has created us in such a way that our actions follow our thoughts. If you think right things, you do right things. If you think wrong things, you do wrong things. The problem many of us are having is because we are easily influenced by the world around us. A Christian should be careful of what he looks at, because what he looks at can influence his thoughts, and his thoughts can influence his actions. There is a constant battle, you will all agree with me, that there is a constant battle waging war in man's heart. The spiritual battle is always in the thoughts. Why King Solomon knew this? He knew the importance of guarding the heart in that book of Proverbs 4, verse 20 to 22. He knew the importance of guarding the heart. He admonished us to guide our heart above all else. For it is the source of life. Tell your neighbor, guard your heart. Guard your heart. For it is the realm of feelings and desires. Yes, guide your heart. For it is the realm of spirit and I mean feelings and desires. The greatest thing, God looks at and requires in man is his heart. The greatest thing God looks at and requires in man is his heart. Why? Because the heart is the home where God dwells. Our heart is the home where God dwells. And if the state of your heart is not okay I can God dwells with that I can God dwells in that heart your heart must be made spiritual I mean your heart must be at its best for God remember that sin is a disease of the soul when you sin Satan has a foothold in your heart when you sin satan has a foothold in your heart an Holy Spirit cannot dwell in an unholy place therefore your heart must be made spiritual in order to be at its best for God your heart must be made spiritual in order to be at its best for God Holy Spirit uses God's word to act upon our souls to produce the virtues of Christian characters. The Bible made us to understand in that book of Matthew 15, when you read from verse 17 to 22, that if God wants to speak to you, it is not through your body. No. If God wants to speak to you, it is not through your body, but straight to your heart. If the state of your heart is not okay, then there's no connection to or communication with God. If the state of your heart is not okay, then there's no connection to or communication with God. Remember that you are a Christian because of your heart. You serve God with your heart. Since you serve God with your heart, what is the position of your heart? Ask yourself, what is the position of my heart? What is the position of your heart? If your heart is full of grudges, hurt, Worries and offense How can God dwell in such hearts? How can God commune with you? God cannot dwell in such a heart. And remember, the heart is the home where God lives. The heart is the home where God dwells. So if your heart is full of offense, worries, hurts, anger then how can God dwell in such hearts? The question you need to ask yourself what can hinder me from hearing from God? What? It's because our hearts are held captive by offence. It's because our hearts are held captive by offence. An offense is the tools of the devil to bring us into captivity. When you are offended by one reason or the other, then you have fallen into Satan's trap. And that is the instrument is using to imprison you today. That is the instrument Satan is using to imprison people today. People of God, is your heart at its best for God? Offense gives birth to hurt, hunger, worries, jealousy, envy, resentment and pride. Offense give birth to hurt, anger, worries, envy, jealousy, resentment, and pride. And pride masks the true condition of your heart. Pride masks the true condition of your heart. It causes you. To view yourself as a victim. It causes you to view yourself as a victim. Pride hardens your heart and dims the eyes of your understanding. Pride will keep you from dealing with the truth if your heart is not released from all this. That is why King Solomon said, God the heart. So if your heart is not released from all this, then how can you receive from God? David knew this. He knew that even in his wealth and splendor, he would not have a share in the kingdom of God unless his heart was released the Bible says he humbled himself. He humbled himself under God's mighty hand demonstrating his willingness to submit to the will of God and to humble his heart in repentance when he sinned. God "Take those whose heart is totally his. David allowed God to mold his heart into his that is pleasing to God. David allowed God to mold his heart into that which is pleasing to God. God Almighty concentrated on his integrity, not just his outward appearance. He focused on his character not just its physical stature the day you begin to look beyond yourself is the day you start winning tell your neighbor the day you begin to look beyond yourself is the day you start winning yes the day you begin to look beyond yourself is the day you start winning The question you need to ask yourself right now, what is the way out? What is the way out? Ask your neighbor, what is the way out? I can hear you, what is the way out? out? There is no way out unless you are made right with God in your heart. There is no way out unless you are made right with God in your heart. The book of Matthew 5 verse 8 says, Blessed are those who are pure in heart, for they shall see God. Whatever you engage your heart in influences your conduct and your character. Remember that there is no neutral kingdom. There is no neutral kingdom. If your heart is drawn to God, it will be far from Satan. But if your heart is drawn to Satan, it will be far from God. God is in his word. Therefore, engage your heart in God's word. Tell your neighbor, God is in his word. Therefore, engage your heart in God's word. Right now, we want three volunteers to demonstrate this, what we are talking about. I mean, to demonstrate the short illustration of what we are talking about. I needed three volunteers. Anyone? Thank you. You come forward. Okay. You come stand here, sir. Okay. We have a three volunteers here. Right now, we want to do a short demonstration, very short. So we have. Let me let me start from you, sir. You come here. Hmm. Then you be in the middle. Then you will be here. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now. I want to illustrate this man as our creator, somebody we always run to. Anytime we need something, we run to God. Anytime we are worried, we run to God. I want to use you as a creator. So you stand here. I want you to face me. Face me. Thank you. Then this person is representing we people as a free moral agent. Free moral agents mean who you choose to go with, either this way or that way. Okay, madam, you stay here. Then our brother here is our adversary. Okay. Yes, and you all know our adversary. You all know what our adversary do. Always want to distract our attention. Always want to draw us out of our place. So are you ready for that role? Yes, I am. Thank you very much. Okay, right now, Madam, I want you to face your creator because what we are trying to say here is someone is here trying to engage with God. Definitely every one of us wants to engage our heart with God at all time. Am I right? Yes, you are. Okay, how do you always engage yourself with God? How? By always meditating on the word of God so now we are pointing to God and you are meditating looking directly to him am I right right? yes you are thank you you stay there so now let's talk to our adversary anytime where people are engaged with God you know Satan is always there to distract us to tap us and say no it won't work no come this way even in the Bible, our Lord Jesus Christ, after 40 days and 40 nights, Satan still went to him and tempted him and said, No, come. And Jesus rebuked him. So we are a free moral agent. Okay, right now, I want you to tap her as she's engaging, engaging herself with God. I want you to keep tapping her, trying to stop her, to taunt to you. Okay, okay you do that.
2: <laughs> Hello hello there's something very important i'd like you to know hello just before you go there can you please listen to me uh, um y- your daughter needs your attention y- yes
0: <laughs> now you face him you are facing you 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 disengage with god because this is all about our life this is all about our life Any little thing can distract us. Now, when the man said, hello, she turned back and definitely this is all what we do. Okay, and when we turn to our adversary, what next? Hunger come, worries come, anxiety, offense. Okay, right now, you have engaged with him. So along the line, what will come if you face your adversary?
2: Uh, Well, um, there's a serious problem in your daughter's school and um, she's been getting involved in all kinds of mischief, which needs your urgent attention. Yes. So Madam, please listen to me. This is very important because um, um, the school authority might just have to expel your daughter if you don't act strictly.
0: No, 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 not this time, Lord. Forgive me for having turned my back from you again. Yeah, I'm coming back to you, Lord Jesus
2: but this is still very important you need to really act swiftly whatever it is you're doing now must have to wait it has to wait you need to attend to your daughter it's very very important
0: no no take more of me lord jesus christ and give me more can you put your hands together for that Thank you very much. God bless you for allowing yourself to run Come, come, don't go, don't go. Take your utter fruit. Take your blessed utter fruit. Thank you for coming. <laughs> you can see what we're trying to demonstrate here there. That we people, <laughs> you can see that we people retain to be distracted by the enemy of our soul. Anytime we are are engaging ourselves with God, someone is always right behind you, telling you there's a problem. But instead of focusing on God and keep meditating, because we know that he is our creator, we decided to leave and go to our adversary, and the worry comes. That is why my mentor, Prophet T.B. Joshua, gave us this faith bracelets. To always engage our heart with God. And this actually helps. It helps me a lot. Do you know what I'm meditating? Do you know what I'm meditating? Ask me what am I meditating? Yes, Holy Spirit, take more of me, give me more of you, more of your wisdom, more of your understanding, more of your obedience, more of your kindness, more of you, oh Lord, more of you, oh Lord, take more of me. So know that without this, you cannot engage your heart with God. Not that without the fake bracelets, we cannot engage our hearts with God. Prophet TB Joshua old, old, just use this as an instrument. It's because of our limitations in the things of the Spirit. So that this can actually remind us anytime we are out of the point, when you remember your faith bracelets, you meditate Holy Spirit, take more of me. Because Your enemy of your soul is always there to torment your heart. So that's why you need to engage your heart with God's word. Engage your heart by meditating on it. Holy Spirit, take more of me, take more of me. Because there's a constant battle waging war in man's heart. Mind management is a false priority for an overcomer. Mind management is a false priority for an overcomer. The thoughts and objectives of your hearts need to change by storing and meditating the Word of God. Remember that God's Word refreshes our mind and God's Spirit renews our strength Therefore, people of God, purify your heart, purify your heart by meditating on the Word of God, purify your heart by renewing it with the Word of God and meditate on it because meditation brings revelation and revelation brings results. The thought of our mind needs to change. The management of the heart and its thoughts to our faith is a fundamental to our faith and holy living. I mean the management of the heart and its thoughts is a fundamental to our faith and holy living. We must take hold of our hearts wherever we go. Whatever we do, take hold of your heart. Because if you don't take hold of your heart, your past will take hold of you and control it. With your heart, you speak with Jesus. With your heart, you see him. With your heart, you walk with him. So people of God, engage your heart. I want you to rise up right now. I want you to rise on your feet and engage your heart in prayer by saying, O oh Holy Spirit, take more of me and give me more of you, more of you, O oh Lord, more of your faithfulness, more of your kindness, more of your love, more of you, O oh Lord, more of your wisdom. Engage your heart right now with God. Say, Holy Spirit, take more of me and give me more of you. Continue to meditate that in your heart. The Holy Spirit should take more of you, should take more of you. Because when the Holy Spirit takes more of you, you receive. You receive from Him. So right now, engage your heart with God. Engage your heart right now with God so that you can receive what you are asking for. Ask Holy Spirit to take more of you and give more of himself to you. Continue to ask him. In Jesus' name we pray. Remember that my mentor, Prophet TB Joshua says, our heart is the prayer room. Our heart is the prayer room. And your prayer will remain ineffective as long as they as they proceed from an, an impure heart. Our heart will remain ineffective as long as they proceed from an impure heart. Your heart must be made spiritual. I mean, your heart must be made at its best for God because prayer is a spiritual exercise. Therefore, made your heart to engage with God. Engage your heart right now with God. When your heart is made spiritual, your prayer will spring from the need when your heart is made spiritual your prayer will spring from the need at the point of need the Holy Spirit brings to our remembrance the very Word of God and remember that true humility is total dependence upon God God said when you come to me in humility and sincerity of heart he is ready to take you as a child so right now ask him to grant you a heart that does not bear gorgeous, a heart that is pure and holy a heart that is sincere ask him to give you a heart of his Continue to pray so that by the time the anointed servant, Prophet T.V. Joshua, come to your midst, you will be able to receive from the throne of grace. Engage your heart right now and ask the Holy Spirit to give you a loving heart, a forgiving heart, a heart that does not bear grudges, a heart that is sincere and pure. Prayer. Create in me a clean Heart
1: and purify me, purify me, create in me a clean heart, so I may worship you, cast me not away from Thy.
0: name, in Jesus name we pray, you may be seated in his presence, finally people of God, God searches the heart, tell your neighbor, God God searches the heart, God searches the heart, Remember that we are made in our hearts to be like Jesus, we are all made in our hearts to be like Jesus, God examines deep things about men for something more, God examines the deep things about men for something more man places an extreme assessment on external things so if you have no asked God to take your past appearance to the heart you have not looked deep enough you have not looked deep enough God knows your heart it sees beyond your appearance and what God values in you is beyond human discernment is beyond human discernment whatever you do or say as a Christian if it is not from your heart it is not from God and it can never glorify God it can never glorify God if it is not from your heart Whatever you say or you do, if it is not from your heart, it can never glorify God. So people of God, engage your heart with God. Remember that faith brings restfulness because of the remembrance of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that He is with us. So if your hearts are on His and restless, If you are afraid of this or that, if you are feeling lost, this shows you have not looked deep enough. I mean, when you are struggling with efforts to plan, to plead, to resolve, and to ask for help, this shows you have not looked deep enough. And to overcome this, you must take God's word to heart take God's word to heart and truly made it part of you it is when you make God's word to heart and it's planted in your heart that is only way it can become health to your flesh light to your heart I mean road to the lost. It is only when the word of God is planted in your heart, that's only way it can become light to our hearts, Map to the lost, bread to the hunger and keys to the closed doors. The Word of God in the midst of our hearts gives us an assurance that we have that authority in heaven. The Word of God in the midst of our hearts gives us authority in heaven. So people of God engage your heart with God's Word. Paul and Silas were not only locked up in the prison cells, um, they were not only locked up in the prison cells, they were chained and a leg to the ground. But the word of God in the midst of their hearts became the key that opened the prison gates. The word of God in the midst of Mish- Meshach and Abednego became ice cold when they were in the firing furnace. The Word of God in the midst of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego became a high cold when they were in the brazen furnace. The Word of God in the, in the mouth and in the heart of Daniel tamed the mouth of the lions. The Word of God in the heart of Daniel tamed the mouth of the lions. The Word of God in David's heart became weapon. In, against Goliath, became a weapon against Goliath. People of God, let the word of God dominate your hearts. Let the word of God gain supremacy over your hearts. It is the word of God in the life of the Daniel that became a weapon against Goliath. So let the word of God gain dominion in your heart and let it be truly part of you. And I pray that the word of The word of God will become health to your flesh today in Jesus' name. The word of God will bless your soul today in Jesus' name. Will deliver your soul today in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. May God bless you all.